This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today. Welcome to another episode of the Mahoney Advanced Training Podcast. Once again, we are back with a six-minute Monday where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's an exercise programming tip. Now, I understand that a lot of guys out there think they have in their head the holy grail and they don't need any advice on how to write a program, but this is worth listening to. It is not optimal to have eccentric focus, isometric focus, and a concentric focus all in the same training block. So what do I mean by that? Let's, let's just take the bench press example. If there's an eccentric focus, I'm going to push that weight up normal speed, and then I'm going to lower it down four to six seconds. So the focus is on the lowering part, the eccentric part. If I have an isometric focus, what I may do is do a normal bench press up, and then on my way down, three quarters of the way down, I'll hold it isometrically for four to six seconds. Then I'll bring it down halfway down hold it isometrically for four to six seconds, then bring it a quarter of the way down and hold it isometrically for four to six seconds. Or I take that barbell and I press it up into safety pins and I push it against those safety pins and the barbell's not moving anywhere. That could be my isometric focus. And then I would say a contra-centric focus is really focusing on the upward movement of pushing that barbell off of you and coming down at a normal pace. You do not want to have, or at least the optimal way is to not have all three of those things in the same training block. What I am experimenting with right now is a two-week training block of eccentric focus, a two-week training block of isometric focus, and then, I don't know, a six- to nine-week training block of my concentric focus. And uh, I'll come back to this in a lot more detail on a whole other podcast, but... uh, And there's a lot of science behind this, but again, the tip right now is do not combine all three into one training block. Okay, tip number two, something I'm experimenting with. It is an articulating uh, pull-up bar. An articulating pull-up bar. What the hell is that? So what that is, imagine a regular pull-up bar in your garage, but when you're done using it, you retract it up into the ceiling. How sick is that? So if you have a garage gym and you do other things in your garage other than work out, Or if you have a small garage like I do because I live in Staten Island and you want to jump rope and you can't because that that pull-up bar is hanging down, well, now you retract it up into the ceiling and now you can do your jumping rope. So again, if you live in Staten Island, you probably have a very small garage. You don't have a two-car garage unless you're really wealthy. And uh, most people don't even park their cars in their garage in Staten Island. Maybe they should with all these car robberies going on. Anyway, you need as much space as you can get and this articulating pull-up bar. It, it's awesome. This is the one thing that I did not have in my home gym. I'm so glad I got it. There's so many things I can do aside from just pull-ups. I am super excited. I'm actually more excited to just do my hanging from that bar to stop uh, the shoulder impingement that I'm having. I want to do that right after my lift. I've been doing it for the last week, so awesome, awesome 
if anybody wants advice on how to install this thing or where to put this thing or who I got it from, let me know. I will let you know. But again, it's an articulating pull-up bar. I think the company's name was RPM. Sick stuff. One of the best inventions I ever saw. Okay, tip number three, a quote that I am thinking about. I've used this quote before, and I'm going to use it again. Earn the respect of the people you respect. Earn the respect of the people you respect. And I think far too often people are out there trying to earn the respect of people they don't respect. Maybe they're trying to get a job from people they don't respect. Trying to get a date from someone they don't respect. Trying to buy a car or upgrade their home to get the respect of people they don't respect. I don't know. But again, earn the respect of people you respect. Tip number four, something I've been reading that's moved me. Uh, Actually, I'm going to go into my tip number five, which is going to lead back to tip number four. Tip number five is my productivity tip. So what I have been doing for the last month and a half is methodically getting rid of every last email in my advanced training account. So I had about, I don't know, 600 emails in my advanced training account email account. And these were not ridiculous spam emails that you could just go in and go delete, delete, delete. I've already taken care of all that garbage. I'm the master of that. Uh, At work, I actually have had a zero inbox for about four years. So I've gotten rid of all that stuff. But in my advanced training email, I had been storing articles, uh, letters, anything that I thought would come in handy again, uh, clips of, of workouts, things that I wanted to use in the future. I just stored them there. And what I didn't realize was the mental toll these emails were having on me. It was like every time I opened up my email, there was 500 things staring me in the face saying, you better do something about this. You better do something about this. It was just like this baggage that I had on me. So uh, for a hundred different reasons, I'll give you the reason. I decided to do it now. I'm getting home renovations done. And on day one of the home renovations, my home computer goes, boom. So I'm like, okay, uh, what do I do now with all the stuff? With, I'm trying to be a Mr. Productive every day. Oh, let me finally do this project to get through these emails and get rid of them. So every day I took, at a, I either gave myself a half hour to do it or I got rid of 10 emails. I gave myself one or the other. Ten, if whatever, whichever one of those things happened first because these things weren't easy. And I've been methodically going through and getting rid of those emails. And sometimes it's me documenting work. Sometimes it's me putting new a uh, new uh exercise into my workout log. I don't know, but something happened to each one of those emails, and it was either delete the email or do something with it. That was it. I have to delete the email or do something with it. And again, I would not say that if you had 500, the other way to go with this, if you're really a nut and this could help, is just delete all 500 emails. Just hit the delete button, forget about it, and figure it out all over again. For me, I couldn't emotionally do that because I knew that I had saved every single one of those emails for a purpose. And when I, and this is going back from 2012. From 2012, I had emails that I saved that I hadn't looked at since 2012. For you mathematicians out there, that's 10 years. Anyway, I am down to five. I got five left. I have five left, and these are the five hardest ones. I'm trying to figure out what to do with these emails. But again, the, the issue is, or sorry, the rule is, you either delete it or you take action on it. So every day, methodically, either 10 emails or 30 minutes. Having said that, links back to number four, something that moved me. And it was talking about, uh, it was an email from Tim Ferriss. And they were kind of dissecting how certain political campaigns were. Now, who cares about the campaign? But there was a quote in one of those campaigns, and it came from Newt Gingrich. And he said, are we hunting antelope or are we hunting mice? And I was like, what does this have to do with anything? And he was essentially talking about how a lion hunts. A lion has the ability to go out there and hunt mice. They could do it, but they expend so much energy on such small things that they basically starve to death by hunting all the, and eating all these mice all day. 
they're better conserving their energy and then going after that antelope. That one antelope can fill them up for the whole day. So use all of your energy on what matters most. And that was the message that Newt Gingrich was trying to get out. So there's a take-home message for you guys. Are you out there running around trying to hunt mice? Or are you out there trying to hunt an antelope? Now, for people who know me, you also know that I like to break things into small chunks. I like chunks, I like repetition, I like habit, I like to build habits, and that's usually start with small things. So maybe if you're a cub, you start to practice and you learn how to make it a habit by hunting mice, right? That's how you get into that little practice. But then, once you're a lion, once you got it, once that habit is in, go out there and look for your antelope. Put all your energy on what matters most and make it happen. Okay, the last tip, sit tip number six. I'm going to talk about the craziest things that I saw in the past few weeks. I haven't done a six-minute Monday in a while. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to say some things that I thought were really cool, and I'm going to say some things that I thought were insane. So things that I thought were pretty cool was for our tough man this year, one of the cool things was that Tommy Yurchek showed up with eye black. First time anyone ever did it. He showed up like he was about to play. He looked like John Randall from the Minnesota Vikings. Eye black on his face, ready to go. Thing number two I liked is that people actually wore their advanced training PowerPoint shirts to the tough man. I didn't think anybody was going to do that. So we have the PowerPoints again. Based on what type of points you get or what le level of points you get, you get a t-shirt. It's kind of like if you're in karate. You know, the highest level is a black belt. Well, for us, we have different levels of shirts. The higher you are, the different color shirt you got. I didn't think anyone would actually wear it because it's not a, uh, a dry fit shirt. It's a cotton shirt. But guys wore it. I, I think they took a lot of pride in the points that they earned. So I really respect that. I don't even think it's the nice shirt in the world. It has no logo on it. It's an old school. It just says advanced training and words on it. That's it. Uh, it couldn't get as boring as boring comes, but guys ripped out the shirt. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. All right. The next thing is that Strange, <laughs> during, his work, during his tough man, actually threw up, uh, I don't know, maybe he threw up on the chain or right next to it, but he actually threw up during the tough man and completed the tough man. That's pretty sick. And then the last thing about the tough man that I thought was cool was that Steve Armato had the ultimate jelly leg syndrome. He gets up from his last leg of the prowler, tries to get to the tough man sled. Uh, sorry, gets tries to get to the bucket to do the sled and falls down. That was sick. There was great highlight reels about it that he made, not me. But more importantly, what's even sicker, and I'm, I really shouldn't be laughing at this, is that he lay down at the finish line of the Tough Man for the remainder of the Tough Man. So when we put our videos together, if you look, that for everybody who went after our motto, you will see a body in a yellow shirt just laying at the finish line, I guess unable to move because he had the ultimate jelly leg syndrome. I'm still laughing about it now. So yeah, during the event, as I'm trying to encourage guys, I'm looking over the finish line. I'm just laughing because there he is, Steve Armato laying down. Uh, I guess this is this guy who legitimately gave every single ounce of energy he had to the tough man. And the last thing that I, this may be the stupidest thing I saw all week, and I'm not going to say this guy's name, but it's really dumb. Uh, it's really dumb. And this guy is not dumb. He's extremely smart. Uh, I love talking to him because he makes me smarter every time I talk to him. But we are driving to a run. There's a sprint session this week. We're driving to a run. I'm, he, I'm not in the car with him. I am behind him. We are on the West Shore Expressway. We are about 200 yards, maybe less, from the exit, from the Arthur Kill, Huguenot Avenue exit. There are two cars ahead of us, probably driving the speed limit. We're about 150 yards away. Those two cars are ahead of us. The guy ahead of me, who I, I'm pretty certain is coming to training with me, I see him, why else would he be driving this early in the morning on the West Shore Expressway, he then tears ass around these two cars 
and then barely makes it onto the off-ramp to get off at Arthur Kill and Huguenot. I am now still behind these two cars. At the end of this off-ramp is a red light that I hit every single day of my life. By the time I get there, who's sitting there waiting for me? The guy who I'm going to training with. So he made this insane move, uh, probably burned about 17 gallons of gas. Who knows if he gets a ticket? There's always cops on the, uh, the West Shore Expressway, ready, able, and willing to give you a ticket for going, uh, I don't know, 51 miles an hour. And then there he is, still at the same red light that I got to. And I could not believe he did it. I asked him why he did it. He said he couldn't take it anymore. But, again, I won't say his name. But, come on, man. There's no rush. We were like 10 minutes early to the run. And you probably burned about $80 worth of gas just trying to get around those people. And the weirdest thing, too, is this is the most even-keeled guy you'll ever meet. He's probably the most even-keeled guy in advanced trading history. So, uh, I'll let you guys connect the dots as to who this is. But, uh... If you're a true detective, you can probably figure it out. I'll give you one hint. It's not Joe Moreschko, because he is certainly not the most even-killed guy in advanced training history. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Zero Shoes, a company that is perfectly named. Why? Because when you're wearing their shoes, you feel like you're walking around completely and totally barefoot, a.k.a. like you're not wearing any shoes, a.k.a. like you are wearing Zero Shoes. Now, we've all heard the benefits of barefoot training, but who wants to walk into a gym without any shoes on your feet? First of all, it's gross, and second of all, it's disgusting. Now, the other benefits of Zero Shoes is not only are they functional, but they're also fashionable. So, you've seen many a time people walk in the gym with these minimalist shoes and they look like a freak. Not with Zero Shoes. You're going to blend right in. Also, they have a wide toe box so that your toes are not all scrunched together in the front like they normally are with any standard training sneaker or cleat. Now, to get your shoes, go to zeroshoes.com slash go slash MahoneyAT. Again, that's zeroshoes.com slash go slash MahoneyAT. And that zero is spelt with an X. It is X-E-R-O. Again, I'll say it again. It's X-E-R-O. Get your zero shoes today.